Hey now, welcome to another edition of the Inside BS Show. I'm Dave Lorenzo, and today we're talking about your financial future. I know, I know, you're sick of seeing commercials, you're sick of hearing about people telling you you should be planning for your financial future. Well, today we have with us Michael Resnick. He's a certified financial planner, and he's going to talk a little bit about what you should be thinking about not just for now in the next three years, but what should be think what you should be thinking about if you're ten years or fifteen years away from maybe slowing down a little bit or even retirement. You can't think about this often enough. The best time to start planning for your financial future was the day you graduated from college. The second best time is right now. Please join me in welcoming Michael Resnick too. The Inside BS Show. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Thanks for having me, Dave. I appreciate it. All right. So I want to start off by having you tell us um, a little bit about you, tell us a little bit about your background, and tell us how you became a certified financial planner. Sure. So, you know, it's it's been somewhat of a circuitous route. I uh, I spent years down on the trading floors of Chicago, uh, managing risk for my own account and others. And uh, basically, I was yelling and screaming for a living, you know, standing there waving my arms like you've seen on the movies. And, uh, you know, there was just nothing like it, moment to moment, day to day. Um, but, you know, as, as the industry evolved, and I left that to work with a number of hedge funds, also managing derivative portfolios, you know, I realized that, that my passion is working with individuals and people, you know, pe- you know, families, you know, planning for having children, going to college, you know, uh, uh, retirement. And so that's when I, when I made the change uh, almost 11 years ago and, uh, and decided that my focus was personal financial planning. Okay, so let's talk about the fact you're a, you're a certified financial planner, and I don't think people realize how difficult it is to become a certified financial planner. So share with folks what it means to be a CFP and how that's a, you know, that's a really important designation in the financial services industry. It, it, it really is. It's one of those designations, you know, people know the CPA who does their taxes and maybe they know CFA chartered financial analyst and they know CFPs you know the certified financial planner just to start out um, in the training you need to have 6,000 hours of professional experience in the financial industry so as part of the CFP program you have to take classes pass comprehensive exams that encompass you know financial planning principles, risk management, insurance, investment planning, tax planning, retirement planning, and estate planning. So you you need to pass exams individually and then one comprehensive exam. On top of that, you have to adhere to a really rigorous code of professional conduct. And even after all that, 
you're still not guaranteed to be a CFP. You still have to be approved by the CFP board. Sure. So it's a significant designation and it, it signifies that you've gone through the process to uh, to really understand what your the impact you're going to have on the future of the individuals or the families for whom you're doing the work. Talk to me, um, Michael, a little bit about when somebody comes to you, what what are the what are the things that usually precede someone picking up the phone and reaching out and calling you? I know, you know, people may meet you somewhere at a at an event or somebody may refer you and weeks, months, or maybe even years can go by sometimes before people will call you. Talk about some of the events that lead people to picking up the phone and finally calling you and going, Michael, I'm ready to start talking about this. That's a fantastic question because it really, typically there needs to be, you know, kind of an awakening in a person's mind that they need help. You know, a lot of people want to do it themselves and then all of a sudden they might realize, well, I'm not on track to achieve my goals. Or there might be, you know, an event, uh, whether it's a divorce, whether it's a, uh, you know, someone's anticipating selling a business, hopefully in a few years, and they don't come to me once they're already selling the business. You want to do your planning well in advance. But people who really see, start to look down the future and realize, well, there's some place that I want to be and I need someone to help me get there. And that's, that's kind of the awakening that, that someone needs to have. All right. Now there, the, the events that I find lead people to, uh, to, to you, Michael, most often are number one, somebody perhaps passes away and all of a sudden there people are thinking to themselves, well, this person's going to leave me, you know, money or they're going to leave me an asset that I'm going to sell and get money for. Or they think to themselves, wow, that could happen to me. I don't know if my family could handle something, you know, like that if I passed away. Second event, divorce, right? Husband and wife split up. The husband was doing all the financial planning. The marital assets are divided. Now the wife needs a financial plan. And then the husband may want to take another look at his financial plan or vice versa. Third event, birth of a child, right? Child is born. Okay, we've got 17 years. This child is going to have to go to school. In 17 years, we're going to need X, a million dollars, maybe whatever it's going to take to send that child through school. That's the third event right? Fourth event, oh my gosh, we're getting married. I have some assets. You have some assets. What are we going to do with these assets? Well, we need, I don't want to use your guy. You don't want to use my guy. We need a third party that uh, we're going to interview together to determine who's going to manage our assets. Are those, are those like the big four events, Michael? Did I miss anything? Well, so one of the big things that a lot of people focus on with financial planners is the investment component of the financial plan. But you know, the way I approach it is I want to talk to you and really dive into what are your values? You know, what is what does this mean to you? What what is important to you? You know, even before we talk about your tangible goals that require money and planning to achieve, 
first and foremost, let's talk about you and what, what really matters. So, you know, those are conversations that don't necessarily need to have, you know, a precipitating event. But, you know, it's the precipitating events and it's the, the investment component of it that really drives people to your point. You know, it, it really is those, those events and or, you know, Oftentimes with me, it's people who are anticipating retirement in a few years. So they're now all of a sudden, you know, you've spent your life accumulating wealth and accumulating assets. You've been saving money. You've been, you bought your home. You maybe bought investment properties. Well, now all of a sudden you realize, well, I've accumulated, but how am I going to decumulate? How am I going to be able to spend that down? And that's where they come to me as well. That's great. And, you know, I highlighted those events because those are the common things most people think about. Let's talk about some of the less common things, some of the things that I see when I connect with my clients. I'll give you I'll give you the first scenario and you can talk about, you know, your your thoughts on how to handle it. Scenario number one is you have a let's say let's take a professional firm, but it could be any business and you have a great year. And there's two owners of the business, right? And they're, you know, they're following the IRS guidelines and they're taking what a reasonable salary would be. And they're taking some distributions, but, you know, and they're putting money back into the business, but there's just an enormous amount, I say enormous, there's a significant amount of profit over and above the distributions that they're taking. And they're going to get killed on taxes there. That's the time to meet with Michael and talk about deferred compensation. So, Michael, educate us on, you know, those people who are out there right now, and there are people who listen to the show, people who watch the show, who are going to have a great year this year, and they're, you know, if they take that distribution, it's going to put them into a different tax bracket, they're going to get crushed. What can you do? How can you have a conversation with them to help them with that? Right, that's that's also, a that's a great point, because so much of what we do is focusing not only on how much money you're going to have, but how much money you're actually going to be able to spend. And so a large part of that is tax planning and making sure that you're paying as little as legal as you are legally obligated to pay to the government. Because, you know, my feeling is the money is better served in your hands than in Uncle Sam's. I think that's everybody's you know? feeling, Michael, except <laughs> yes, for Uncle Sam's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so we really, we really want to make sure that, you know, one of your goals obviously is, is to have as much spendable money in your hands at the end of the day. So it's not just, okay, how are we going to reduce your income taxes today? But it may also be looking at, okay, is there a need for Roth conversions so that you have tax free income in retirement? You know, is it, okay, what what is your best opportunity to have the maximum amount of money when you need it and there are there are a number of different vehicles depending on what your what your strategy is and where you're you know where where you are in your in your life so you could you know one strategy would be to you know to put the maximum amount of money away for your kids another strategy would be perhaps to do some sort of a deferred comp retirement plan with the thought being and most entrepreneurs aren't thinking this way the thought being hey listen 25, 30 years from now, 
when you have less income, when maybe maybe you have no income and you're going to start drawing down from your retirement portfolio, that's when you want to think about paying taxes on this, not when you're making the most possible money right now, correct? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. All right. So, scenario number 2 then, Michael, when people uh when people think when people should call you and I kind of alluded to it, but they inherit money or they sell an asset and they 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 have money and you know, they're thinking about what they should do. Why, Michael, do they need to come to you? versus just, you know, open up a, you know, a, a, a trading account and try to invest the money themselves. Why is it better to work with you than to just invest the money on their own? You know, it's a great point because you watch commercials these days and there's there's so much of a focus in the financial services industry about doing it yourself and trying to beat the market. And, you know, I have this conversation with people all the time where, you know, they'll ask me questions about beating the market. And, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say to them, well, if you make enough money on your investments to be able to achieve your goals, do you really care whether or not you beat the market? And, you know, invariably, invariably people say no. Uh, I don't care if I beat the market. I just want to achieve my goals. But every now and then, you know, I'll get someone that says, well, I really want to beat the market. So my response is, well, let's say you're not making enough money to achieve your goals, but you are beating the market. Are you happy? And obviously the response is no. So then I respond and say, all right, well, let's say you are making enough return to achieve your goals, but you're not beating the market. Are you happy? And that's when people realize that achieving your goals is really what it's all about. And having someone to help you achieve your goals is really why people come to me. And, you know, some people feel they can do it themselves. And listen, I I have some clients actually who are really good at doing it themselves up to a point. But there's so many aspects of your financial plan that I think it behooves people to have, at a minimum, an extra set of eyes. Sure. All right. So, Michael, I want you to take a minute and think about the answer to this next question. I want to talk about risk, and I want to talk about balance in a portfolio to uh, to help mitigate risk. I want you to take a minute and think about that, and I want you to give us your insight in just one minute. I need to let folks know that we're brought to you today and every day by Sandrowski Corporate Advisors. You see, since 1983, Sandrowski Corporate Advisors has provided expert client service to people who are just like you. You're listening to the show, you're watching the show, maybe you're a professional, you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, or you're a corporate executive, and you are thinking about what will happen when the time comes to sell your business, like Michael and I were just talking about. Well, If you've planned appropriately and you've structured your business appropriately, you may be able to take advantage of a qualified small business exemption. Now, what does this mean? This is a an underutilized tax strategy that if you go to the big four, they're not going to want to work on this. They're not going to really think about it. And the reason is because it's just not used enough for them to be concerned about it. However, Sandrowski leverages this strategy for their clients all the time. 
Now, what's required? Well, the first thing that's required is your business has to be organized in a certain way, and you have to make some uh, different qualifying adjustments to your business. They're not onerous. It's not going to affect the way you operate your business. The best thing for you to do is call Sandrowski and tell them, hey, listen, I heard about this qualified small business exemption. I'm going to be selling my business in seven years. I'm going to be selling my business you know, 15 years down the road, I want to make sure I qualify. And that's the second point I need to make to you today. Sandrowski has to get in there and make the adjustments to your business with at least five years time horizon between now and when you're going to sell. You have to have your business organized in a specific way for five years so you can take advantage of this exemption. So Really, the best time to call Sandrowski would have been when you formed your business. The second best time is right now if you're going to sell it at any point in the future. Here's how you can reach out to them. I want you to call 866-717-1607, 866-717-1607. Sandrowski Corporate Advisors, they're a CPA firm with a different perspective. I also want you to get your free revenue roadmap guide. That's my guide to help you grow your business. Here's what you need to do. Go to revenueroadmapguide.com, Revenue Roadmap Guide. Enter your contact info there. Once you do, you'll be able to download the same business development guide I use to help my clients grow their businesses. RevenueRoadmapGuide.com. Enter your contact info. Get your free business development plan today. It's my gift to you for watching, for listening to the show. All right, we're speaking with Michael Resnick, and he's a certified financial planner. He's with the Alera Group. You can reach him at 847 847- 457-3206-847-457-3206. Michael, risk. Talk to us about why you're the best person for us to be talking about risk with and talk about balancing a portfolio and risk tolerance. I'm sure your clients are are really concerned about this. What do you tell them when it comes to risk? So I'm... I'm really uniquely qualified to talk about risk because of my experiences both on the trading floor managing risk, you know, second to second, minute to minute, day to day, as well as in the in the hedge fund world where, you know, it's not quite as as fast paced, but you know, also and now looking at long term goals and long term achievements and you know, I really try to model my philosophy of investing more along the lines of Warren Buffett. So like Warren Buffett, I don't try to time the market or beat the market. The You can achieve all of your goals by just following the approach of Warren, which is to have a plan and stick to your plan regardless of the day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, quarter-to-quarter, or even year-to-year ups and downs of the market. The market is up about 75% of the time, which means that three out of four of my progress meetings, annual progress meetings, the market is going to give my clients profits. Our philosophy is that you can achieve all of your financial goals by focusing on what you can control. So that's your behavior, your choices, and your actions. So what's more important than trying to time or beat the market is whether or not you're adding money to achieve your goals or not withdrawing money at a faster rate than is sustainable. That you're living within your means and that you're doing everything in your power to achieve your goals. And that's what my clients pay me for. Creating and updating the plan 
helping to get their entire financial house in perfect order, simplifying their financial life, and holding their subject matter experts accountable. I work with their lawyers, their accountants, uh, insurance analysts, portfolio managers, and I make sure that they all do what they're supposed to do. That's how we mitigate the risk of the markets because if you have a plan and you are held accountable to stay to your plan, you'll be able to achieve your goals. And also, Michael, the longer the time horizon, the the less prone to risk and volatility you're going to be, correct? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If I'm, I, I, I'm looking at clients who have a three to five year time horizon versus clients who have a 15 to 20 year time horizon, and you could be much more aggressive with a much longer time horizon. So with our with our shorter time horizon clients, someone who's retiring in you know several years, you're going to need to have much more conservative investment portfolios put together. Now uh, I'm going to ask you something we didn't we didn't discuss it ahead of time. I want to get your thoughts on um, on some of these alternative uh, investments now. What do you think about things like Bitcoin or NFTs? Is there is there any room for that in your average family's portfolio, or is it just too soon? Is it just too speculative? I mean, you you worked on derivatives, and one time derivatives were considered speculative, right? So, what about some of this new stuff, Bitcoin, NFTs, that sort of thing? So the the topic comes up a lot, as you can imagine, because you know, so many people made so much money already. And so now it's, you know, everyone's looking at, well, is the, uh, <laughs> is the barn door still open? Is, the, is there opportunity or not? Um, I always recommend that people be very, very conservative with it. If they want to dip their toes in the water, that's their decision. I don't do you know, Bitcoin analysis. I, I do do a fair amount of reading on cryptocurrencies and, and blockchain and, you know, NFTs and all, all of that. But I certainly would not consider myself an expert. And so I would never make recommendations on whether people should or shouldn't. I will say I make certain that my clients are not going to be at risk by whatever amount they put in it. And you you mentioned, uh, you know, I love that you mentioned the philosophy that you have, the Warren Buffett philosophy. And another another thing that Warren Buffett has always focused on is like kitchen table investments, right? If there's something around your house that you're using and your neighbors use all the time and your family members use all the time and they can't imagine a world without that may be a good thing to invest in. You know, if all your friends and neighbors are not investing in Bitcoin and they don't understand Bitcoin and you don't understand Bitcoin, maybe it's not the best thing to think about investing in. I mean, I just, for, uh, for the life of me, I would much rather be the slow and steady guy who wins the race than the person who, you know, tries to figure out, like, I, you know, you, if, if you're investing in something that's so volatile that you can't take your eyes off it for a day, I mean, that's not my idea of, of, a, of the kind of investment I want. I don't want to lose sleep over my, over my investment. 
investments. I want to think about something that, you know, I want to put the money in, give it to you, not think about it for 20 years. And then have you, you know, we do our portfolio meeting every quarter or once a year or twice a year. And then you tell me how we're doing. But I know if, if we're down now, I got 20 years to make up for that. I just don't see that with, you know, Bitcoin or some of these uh, some of these emerging types of investments. Right. No, absolutely. I mean, do you look 20 years down the road and say, OK, I'm, I'm still going to be using Bitcoin or I'm going to own NFTs? I don't know enough to opine about that, but I can tell you that you're still going to be drinking coffee or using medicine or using electronics you know, or anything else in your kitchen. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. All right. So, Michael, now I need you to think about three things that you want people to take away from our time together. Give that some quick thought. I'm going to remind folks while you're thinking about three things that people should take away from our time together. I'm going to remind folks that we're brought to you by Sandrowski Corporate Advisors. They're a CPA firm with a different perspective. So if you're a professional and you're listening to this, let's say you're a lawyer. And you have to do a financial analysis on a company. Who do you call for that financial analysis? Well, you could call the CPA who handles your taxes, or you could call somebody from the big four. At both ends of the spectrum, there may be some significant risks, right? If you call the CPA who handles your taxes, they may be able to do an analysis, but it may be the first analysis they've ever done. And they may never have testified in court as to the validity of their analysis or been able to stand up to a withering cross-examination. If you go with the big four, you're going to pay thousands and thousands of dollars in fees. And then you still may not have someone who has the experience of defending their analysis in court. If you call Sandrowski Corporate Advisors, you get the best of both worlds. You see, Sandrowski Corporate Advisors can do a valuation of a business or of a part of a business or of the intellectual property involved in a business. And then they can present the evaluation to you, the attorney who's representing the client, and they can help you explain that valuation to a jury. But even more importantly, they can then testify on, on the basis of how they did the valuation and they know how to testify in a way that's very simple and easy to understand how do they know all this because they've been doing it for years and years and years john alfonsi the gentleman who heads up the valuation portion of sandrowski corporate advisors business is a college professor so he's used to breaking complex topics down into easy to understand sound bites he can also make your financial analysis so easy to understand that even a judge will get it. So if you need help with a valuation or with legal testimony related to financials, there's no better firm to call than Sandrowski Corporate Advisors. Give them a call at 866-717-1607, 866-717-1607. Sandrowski Corporate Advisors is a CPA firm with a different perspective. Also remember, time's running out. You got to get your Revenue Roadmap Guide. Go to RevenueRoadmapGuide.com. Download your free business development plan. It's my gift to you. This is the same plan I use with my clients. If you want to grow your book of business, is go to revenueroadmapguide.com, enter your contact info. You can download it for free today. We're speaking with Michael Resnick. He is a certified financial planner with the Alera Group. You can reach out to him at 847-457-3206, 847-457-3206. Okay, Michael, what are the three things you want our listeners, our viewers to take away from our time together? So first and foremost, have a plan. Don't just wing it. If you are able 
to create a plan if you're an engineer if you're someone who's that analytical there are tons of great books out there that can really help you and guide you to creating a plan but you need a plan don't just wing it you know I, I look back at you know my early days on the trading floor before I really understood financial planning and I had you know when when my first twin daughters were born I bought some life insurance and when my third daughter was born I bought some more life insurance I bought some disability insurance I had some real estate investments over here I had an investment advisor over here I had you know basically what I thought was a financial plan it was really a hodgepodge I had a whole bunch of different things and they weren't working in concert together so put together a plan if you're not able to do that yourself seek out a financial planner now do your due diligence because the term financial advisor anybody can use the term financial advisor I've spoken with people who sell home and auto insurance who call themselves financial advisors so a certified financial planner is a different level and that's something that you should you know it, at a minimum have a conversation with with a financial planner and third make sure you review your estate plan because I speak to so many people who either don't have an estate plan or haven't reviewed it in years and you need your wills you need your trust and you need your powers of attorney have your financial plan in order all right. Great advice. Thank you, Michael Resnick. If you want to reach out to Michael, you can call him at 847-457-3206, 847-457-3206. I'm also going to put his email address down in the show notes if you want to shoot him a quick email, set up an appointment to speak with him. Michael, it was a pleasure having you on today. You gave us some great insight. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Dave. It was a pleasure. Alrighty, folks, that'll do it for this episode of the Inside BS Show. I'm Dave Lorenzo. We'll see you right back here again tomorrow. Until then, here's hoping you make a great living and live a great life.